Hey guys, welcome to the True Blue Riffcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Dave. My name is Christine DeBell, but many of you know me as Susan from A Talking Cat. And as you know, I have to go and get my cheese puffs out of the oven. So have a great time with Jeremy and Dave. See you soon. Thanks, Christine. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and with me, as always, is... Hey, everybody, I'm Dave. What's up? How's your microphone, Jeremy? (laughs) Hopefully it's better than last time. See, folks, we already recorded this episode. Well, part Uh, of it. Part of it, yeah. And uh, my microphone levels were a little hot, um, as in everything was majorly peaked, and it was distorted, and... Yeah, it was like the opposite of the volume problems in Birdemic. (laughs) But today we are going to be taking a look back at our favorite releases from Riff Tracks for the first half of the year, as well as the favorites from you, our listeners. If you were paying attention a couple weeks ago, I put up a a Google form for you to go and vote uh, on your favorite VODs, favorite shorts, and favorite Riff Tracks Presents VODs. And got a pretty good number of responses with mostly not too surprising results from it. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Also, we're going to be taking a look at the newest release from Rift Tracks, Vengeance of the Dead. But first, we're going to take a look at some box office results. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. What is yeah. no, Because theaters are open, kind of. A, a few. So the number one movie of this past weekend was uh, something called Relic. Well, oh. And it grossed a total of $186,000. Nationwide. Nationwide. The number two movie was The Lodge, uh, bringing in $58,000. Uh, Archive, number three, with $52,000. Followed uh, $27,000 and the fifth a movie out of the top 10, because it looks like there's only 10 listed, uh, is Becky. This is like the time for like small studios to put stuff out because like I'm looking through the just the distributors in here. We've got IFC Films, Neon, Vertical Entertainment, Global View Entertainment, and Quiver Distribution as the uh, movies giving us those uh, top five there. Well, at least we have some movies out there. I mean... Yeah, there's there's something slowly happening. coming back. Relic was in 126 theaters. That's it. That's it. The Lodge was in eight theaters. All you people disappoint me. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so yeah, there there you go. There's the uh, monster box office uh, for <laughs> the weekend of July 10th through the 12th. I mean, what else is there to say about it? I mean, not not much, really. I mean, it could have been different, you know. We could have had uh, Wonder Woman, Ghostbusters. Yeah, we could have Black Widow. We could have. Not yet. It is not to be. I think Mulan was supposed to be open by now. Godzilla versus King Kong or something. Godzilla versus King Kong. What? Yeah, yeah, that got delayed to next year though. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, picking up after uh, King of the Monsters. Oh well, I haven't I haven't seen any of those. Godzilla versus Kong. Okay, that's probably how they're going to get around a bunch of uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm just barely finding out about all this. <laughs> I always like, I always like learning Dave on things on the podcast. I only uh, uh, have heard of one of these actors, Rebecca Hall, and she's fairly, uh, she's a fairly minor player. Instead of dwelling on things that didn't get released movie wise this year, let's talk about stuff that did get released. And let's look at the first half of 2020 for Rift Tracks. Uh, we usually do this. A, well, we have done this in the past. We've actually done it twice before. We did it in 2018, but it, that wasn't. That was like a uh, something that Jeremy was doing that wasn't true blue Rift Cast. We hadn't really started the podcast yet. Yeah, when we did start the podcast, we we did this last year. And we had to talk about most of the movies because we had just started the podcast and it took two weeks for us to do that. Yeah, it was it was an adventure. But the one that we did in uh, 2018, we did it over our phones. Oh, yeah, it was it was terrible. It was a weird, weird thing. And uh, how long did we talk? We talked for like three hours about like every release kept shutting off. Yeah. We had to keep starting the recording again because it was taking too much time. Yeah, it would be like, and I think this is great about Invasion of the Anima Pit. And it, yeah, you know. <laughs> so no one ever got to hear about what I think about Invasion of the Animal People. But you're going to hear about what I think about Suburban Sasquatch. That's for damn sure. <laughs> again. Yes. Again. Uh, and it will not be the last time you hear us talking about Suburban Sasquatch either i doubt it i doubt it very much but before we get to suburban sasquatch let's take a look at the uh the vod's of rift tracks presents we had sherlock holmes terror by night strange impersonation lady mobster sherlock holmes and the secret weapon bride of the gorilla and assignment outer space yeah, so what won out of all of those? Well, according to the listeners, Assignment Outer Space was the most popular one. Assignment Outer with Space. With Lady Mobster a close second and Bride of Gorilla right behind that. You know, we just talked about Assignment Outer Space. And we also just talked about how we just talked <laughs> about it. But uh, let's see if we can do a quick rundown of Assignment Outer Space from what I can remember. Because it was only released like a month ago. Yeah, it, it was recently. Very, It was the last... Rift Tracks presents that we got. Yeah, and the most recent one by uh, Matthew J. Elliott and Ian Potter. Uh, let's see here. Guys, wake up. Oh, well, it's it's a year 2116, I think. And uh, mankind has figured out how to go to other galaxies. And they'll just be like, and this rocket is on its way to uh, Galaxy M36, a galaxy we could not even be bothered to give a name to. <laughs> Not one of the famous galaxies like the Sombrero Galaxy or the Pinwheel Galaxy. <laughs> uh, they just—it just seems like they like Galaxy M thirty six. What's so special about it? Doesn't matter because we never get there. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Space Mutiny, where they're on the Southern Sun and they just kind of like, well. I, I, I suppose it's not like Space Mutiny because at least in Assignment Outer Space, they have a plan. They have a destination. Southern Sun, they're just out there just looking. They they have no plan. No. It's just, you know, they're just out there. 
and uh, Calgon is totally right. But <laughs> so anyway, the guy wakes up on the rocket. Uh, he has an argument with a dude. Goes in, uh, has another argument with another dude. Talks to this uh, botanist lady that's growing some moss or something in her garden, her space garden. Yeah, at her garden, her garden in outer space. It's like mold uh, yeah, and spores and. Yeah, I think they're doing that so they can eat it. Is that what they eat? Uh, probably. Uh, I, I I don't. Yeah, I, I, that's the only conceivable <laughs> reason I can think of to have a, a space botanist. Oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> he's thinking. He's thinking too much of assignment outer space. I'm thinking too much of assignment outer space. It's it's. It it's, was it was boring and slow, and. Uh, Oh, there's a spacewalk. A little bit yeah, of a spacewalk, yeah. Yeah, there's a spacewalk, and then uh, there's like a saucer separate. There's like some Apollo 13 stuff happening. <laughs> and then, like, they think the main character died, and the botanist is like, I always loved you. What? What? And then, oh, I think I, I think he's revealed to be alive by yeah. the end, but I don't Yeah, he was alive by the at end. the end. Um. But yeah, it was. I mean, it's it was a slog. It's it's bad. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's though the movie itself. But Matthew and Ian really do a great job of, like, you could tell that they're bored, <laughs> but also you could just tell. But just like just from their reactions, just get it for like Matthew and Ian's genuine reactions to everything that's 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 happening it's it's quite yes. a treat i really did it was, enjoy it that was extremely it. well done and in fact which is the whole point of riff tracks yeah. <laughs> uh that was um both of our favorite i think so far for 2020 oh, for space, oh yeah, yeah definitely yeah um lady mobster was good oh and all of its power 80s power suit power power 80s power charm yes and of course, you know, you get uh, Bridget and Mary Jo having fun with each other. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they, you know, there's there's some really good stuff in the uh, Rift Tracks Presents people. We say it all the time. Don't sleep on Rift Tracks Presents just because it's not the main group of riffers. MKB. Yeah. Mike Kevin Bill. Let's move along now to the Rift Tracks shorts. And this one... Should not really be a surprise to anybody at all. The The highest rated one from our listeners was The Kid's Guide to the Internet. We're going surfing on the internet. Followed by Bicycle Safety Camp. So uh, both of the shorts from Connor and Sean uh, are, are rated the two the two best so far for this year. And that's not a surprise because they were both amazing. Which means you should do more, you yes, two. Yes, you both need to do more. Do some uh, some VODs, some full length movies. Do Baby Ghost, like you said you wanted. Baby, bring ghost. us Baby Ghost. Baby Ghost. You know, there's I'm sure there's some other movies out there that uh, the main trio don't want to do that you guys could could probably do. <coughs> Carver's Gate. <coughs> oh, <coughs> excuse oh. me. You gotta, <laughs> let, you, gotta let, you gotta let that dream go, man. Uh, I can't. I know it's dead, but I can't. I just can't. You gotta you gotta let that mess go. <sighs> <laughs> um, focus on light blast uh, the, which... yeah the third place uh, 
Riff voted on uh, by our listeners was first aid for children. I could do it myself. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. Kids Guide to the Internet and Bicycle Safety Camp are uh, the two best shorts so far that we got in 2020. I concur. Which we did discuss those uh, at length with uh, at length. Connor and Sean. Yeah. Connor and Sean. Sean and Connor. Yeah, I don't really think we have too much we have to say about them. Yeah, but just uh, I don't like them either. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't like either of them. So why should we talk about yeah. them? Now you can, you can. They're uh, jerks. <laughs> now you just you're going too far, Dave. Come on, uh, too far. <laughs> uh, now, if you if you want to hear our thoughts about uh, about those and the thoughts about those from the people who riff them, uh, go back a few episodes and and check out our interviews with uh, with Sean and Connor. And while you're back there, you can also check out the interview with David Giancola and uh, Jason Miller. Because those were both outstanding, yes. <laughs> Welcome back from the edit, everybody. Um, My brain just completely died on me, and we were at a standstill for a couple of <laughs> And I think it's because I know what we're going to be talking about next. The favorite VODs of the first half of 2020, as voted by the listeners. Uh, number Number three, Aladdin. Disney's musical weird stage version of Aladdin. That really that, uh, that, that still blows my mind that that's a Disney that's a Disney right? joint. Like it's uh. the second place uh, went to Lovely but Deadly, and first place by a long shot, Suburban Sasquatch. Wow! 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 That's in case you have missed the past <laughs> 10 episodes of true blue riff, true blue riff cast. I enjoyed suburban Sasquatch quite a bit, but yeah, I think every episode that's come out since suburban Sasquatch was released um, or unleashed. I think unleashed is a better, yes, a better unleashed. way to put that uh, unleashed on the unsuspecting riff tracks fandom. We've mentioned it. I think at least once in every episode since then. And every time it gets brought up, I go, run a wow, run a wow, So you have that to look forward to. Yes. Every time it gets brought up. At least one more time this year, because as far as I'm concerned, that is uh front runner for Riff of the Year. It's going to take. Yeah, something. I don't know. It's going to take something gonna big. Take. Another a talking like, cat oh, type thing. Yeah. It's going to bring back. Oh, let's do God Monster of Indian Flats 2. Yeah. Is that a thing? I hope that's or, not actually a thing. Uh, I don't think. I don't know. No way. Well, no way. I don't know. There have been more surprising sequels, like the one for Oblivion uh, 3. Rock and Roll Nightmare. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that was released in like 2005. Like, how's it going to be? They were all. How are you going to make a? How, how are you going to make a sequel to that? <laughs> to Rock and Roll Nightmare. Um. Yeah i I don't disagree with this top three. At all, uh, I, I I'm surprised really Velvet liked... Smooth wasn't up wasn't up a little bit. Velvet higher, Smooth but, you know. was uh, there was one one vote uh, separating Aladdin and Velvet Smooth for third place because Velvet Smooth is really good. It got beat out by fake Chinese Aladdin. Now I know <laughs> you're going to come in and you're going to be like, oh well, you know, in the original Thousand and One Nights, it was really, uh, but historically, it was a Chinese. It was about China. Like, nah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. 
close enough, Dave. Close yeah. enough. Yeah. It's gonna take something major uh to beat out to beat out Suburban Sasquatch. And uh unfortunately I did mention this last time, but I did not have a category on here for favorite MP3 release. Uh because we've only had one so far this year, and that was the Rise of Skywalker. I know we have uh two more coming. We've got uh, Jim Kata and Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. I'm looking forward to that quite a bit. I'm too. I'm I'm really looking forward to both of those. Honestly, Jim Kata is very strange. There's a whole scene where he fights off a group of guys using a pommel horse routine. So, I've never seen Jim Kata, and I'm. I got it from my wife for my birthday on DVD. <laughs> In preparation I think for I'm... the MP3 release. I'm not um here's the thing I know they uh, uh it was it's been it was referenced on mystery science and it's it's referenced frequently in riff tracks I've never seen it but um I'm definitely gonna see it for riff tracks but I'm not gonna watch it cold I'm gonna watch it no I am gonna watch it with the riff tracks yeah I'm not gonna go watch it but I'm gonna watch it with the riff tracks so watching it with the riff tracks is gonna be the first time I'm gonna see it yeah. there yeah, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to watch it vanilla. You're going to watch it yeah. with Rift Tracks. Hopefully, uh, you know, those come out pretty soon. I, I, I'm really excited about both of those, and I would like I would like them to come out soon, I think. More MP3s, Rift Tracks, I think. Yes. I think we're officially in that territory. Yeah. I, I, I've, and you and I are not the only people that uh, I've seen or heard talking about it. I have actually seen a bunch of other people in the fandom talking about how they would like some more of uh, that style of riff to come out. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, we get stuff like Vengeance of the Dead. Oh, God. Oh, God. There, there seems to be a theme uh, in recent releases of uh, the movies just not really having. The movies not, not making any sense. Going on. Yeah, movies making zero sense. This one, uh... like, I don't know what to say about this. It's a recent movie from 19 years ago, uh, which means it still came out in 2001. Yeah, which is, like, yeah, <laughs> a lot of people still don't have a good grasp on that. Uh, I know I have to remind myself that 19 years ago is still this century. Yeah. It's um we're dude just we're old. Yeah. It's how, that's the, yeah, that's we're the not, problem. We're not in our twenties anymore, no. and pretty soon neither of us are going to be in our thirties. So that's I'm already not in my thirties. What are you talking about, whippersnapper? Well, what I'm, I said where I said I said Jeremy that neither of us are going to be in our thirties <laughs> for much longer, which means I'm going to be forty in December. All right, so you want me to say it? Fine. I, I, Dave Chadwick, a.k.a. Sugar Ray Dodge, am turning 44-0 this year. All right? You happy? <laughs> Everybody? Uh, so. Everyone let, yeah. Let's, uh, anyway. Let, let's try and, and discuss Vengeance of the Dead. Well, what uh, is there to talk about? I mean, it's, 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 this, it's. This guy, he goes to see his grandpa out in BFE. He that he finds this old. He builds a model Christmas rocket present. Yeah, uh, something that grandma bought before she died, and and uh, he grandpa forgot about it until right before uh, this this visit, and then 
he builds the rocket. He launches the rocket. Like a twelve year old. Yeah. yeah. And he goes to sleep that night. Oh no 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 no! Wait, you're you're missing an important element. Oh, he yes. finds a spoon. Oh, the spoon. Yeah, he finds a spoon. There's a spoon that way. Like, oh wow, this was great. This was a great thing. We needed to commit to film. <laughs> he finds a, he finds a spoon in a pile of junk. Yeah, we get a whole scene I mean, of him like, like cleaning the spoon. Yeah, you know, he you gotta show him clean the spoon. It's. It's it's yeah, Chekhov's spoon. Right. If you show a spoon, you got to show somebody spoon. cleaning the spoon. But, uh, but he goes um, to sleep and he has a, a nightmare, if you can call it that. Uh, it's like a little girl like on a, a swing in his yeah. bedroom or something. Yeah, uh, it's a ghost. Yeah, it's a ghost. It's a ghost. And every time he goes to sleep, he dreams about the ghosts. And they tell him to go find this dead body buried somewhere and burn burn it so he does because of course you know if somebody tells you when you're sleeping they come to you in a dream and say hey go dig up this corpse that's out in the woods and burn it for me of course you're gonna do it come on who wouldn't yeah oh yeah so uh he ends up killing a bunch of other old people all the grandpas in the town uh, in his yeah, sleep. all the yeah, lots of grandpa murder. Lots of burning he, grandpa. You know, you know, he did. He found he he went to that grandpa bar that we go to like ten billion <laughs> times in the movie, and uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, well, I think I'm gonna kill all these grandpas, and I'm gonna do it one at a time, and I'm gonna do it as as, as slow as I <laughs> as I possibly can." Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Grandpa death. Grandpa. This is. This is my life now. This is this is our existence. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he goes he goes through and he, he kills all these grandpas. There is actually uh, a disclaimer on the Rift Tracks page for this, and uh, I'm going to second this disclaimer. Uh, the movie contains one legitimately disturbing scene of a grandpa oogling his teenage granddaughter. <laughs> it's it, it is very uncomfortable to see that scene in the movie. What was the point of this? This 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 movie, I he's we basically just, just like okay, that's the movie. It's, everybody, it's, it's vengeance for the for the spirits. You know, the people yeah. they came in, they uh, grabbed the mom and they beat her with a belt. The daughter was hiding in like a like a trunk, and um, they poured gasoline all over and they burnt the place down. Yeah. The the last one that, that he had to kill was his own actual grandpa. Uh-huh. And he like made him uh, look like a scarecrow and he burnt him hanging up like a scarecrow. And then he goes <laughs> in the house, lays down on the bed, covers up with the blanket and very casually burns himself to death. Yeah. And then he walks off with the spirit. The end. Here's the thing about Vengeance for the Dead is that it's um, the horror aspects of it make it more remarkable than Flight 285. <laughs> but that's it. But not by but not by much. Yeah. You know, and that's and and, you know, Flight 285. I will give it this. Flight 285 does have a plane hijacking in it. <laughs> uh, I mean, you wouldn't know, but, you know, the cover tells you. <laughs> No, but just like the uh, the genre aspects of it make it, you know, more compelling than anything that happens in Flight 280, 
285, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, we had this discussion last week, a discussion you guys were never going to hear. <laughs> um, yeah, just this movie, it's so unremarkable yeah. that it, yeah, it's, there's like nothing really to like grasp onto. It's just not a great movie, you know, even by Rift Track standards, you know, like you would not watch that, like you would not sit down and watch this movie for any kind of entertainment purposes other than Rift Right, right. Much like Hijacked Flight 285 and much like Sunset Strip. You would watch this movie and you'd stick around for maybe 10 minutes and then you would nope out. Yep. Thankfully, of course, this isn't just watching the movie. This is watching the movie with Rift Tracks. And that gives us alone a ton of entertainment value. Yeah, but uh, I, I think there's a there's there's a riff here that you especially like. Yes, like you sent me you sent me a message about thirty minutes ago. There's a riff that really caught my attention, <laughs> and uh, that is let's see. Hey guys, I wonder if this is the same school bus Eric Estrada drove in Light Blast. I'm sure everyone is wondering that. Yeah, now a little history, guys. Uh, even though the uh, ideas.rifttracks.com website is going to say that it was sh- that it was shared by Jeremy, and it was shared by Jeremy, this movie was actually discovered by me. And um, I found it, and I started watching it, and I sent a message to Jeremy back in 2017, back you know, back in the olden days yes. of back in the olden days, back when Jeremy was like my age yeah. here in my mm. youthful 30s. <laughs> uh, I was like, you have to see this movie, and I sent it to him, and uh, it stars Eric Estrada, and we were just completely dumbfounded that this movie exists. I I think we we've mentioned it by name maybe once or twice on the podcast uh and that's because of the director it was uh directed by the same guy who brought us a couple other riff tracks releases like 1990 the bronx warriors and the last Uh shark Mm -hmm. really i didn't know that or if i knew it i totally forgot it (laughs) which i don't blame you i don't blame you for uh yeah, that. we watched this movie and we both had pretty much the same reaction to parts of it. We're just like, just like jaw drop. Like, OK, first of all, okay, well, you know, what? maybe we shouldn't talk about Light Blast too much, because if they're referencing it in if Bill Corbett is referencing it in uh, Vengeance of the Dead, it means that somebody there has finally seen it, even though we've kind of been bugging them for three years to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah so uh, it's possible we might get it to i mean this is just just us speculating we don't we we have no insider knowledge no we're we're putting our own personal hopes and desires into this yeah so uh light blast fingers crossed (laughs) you can probably find it on youtube still oh i'm sure it's up there somewhere if not watch the trailer check it out and then go to ideas.rifttracks.com and vote for it I'd vote for it. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? I'm actually going to put that link in the description of this podcast. So make sure you look for that. Oh, is that what we're doing now is we're advocating for riffs. That's cool. <laughs> at, at, at least, at least this one. Uh, okay. And we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, Ventures of the dead. It, it's a good riff. It's a really solid, yep. funny riff. There's a lot of great stuff in there. 
Uh, the joke about the movie uh, is awful. The joke about oh hey the eighties are here because of the teenager's car, uh, and then they start talking about how the movie was made in two thousand and one, and it just kind of yeah. blows their minds a little bit. Which yeah, kind of blew mine a little bit too because it does not look like a movie that came out in the two thousands. It looks like something that came yeah. out twenty years prior to that. Definitely check this one out. Solid riff. Yeah, that's. I think that's really all I have to say about it. I mean, what else is there to say? I'm amazed that I had that much to say about it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I have a bad attitude. You do sometimes. <laughs> I do too. So, I mean, uh, at least I'm in a good mood today. If you like what you heard today, you can head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash trueblueriffcast, and uh, you can throw a couple dollars our way, and you can support us, and you can get access to behind-the-scenes outtakes, all kinds of goodies, uh, updates on what's coming up on the podcast, special guests we have joining us. And you can also vote on things like our listener poll, which will be going up this week. And it's going to be between Dinosaurus or the Wizard. So you get to choose between that. We've been trying to get this one going for a while. It's just like every time, the last time we were going to do it, uh, we realized, oh, right, we have our, our first half of the year uh, in review to do so we're not going to talk about it then and the week before that we were going to do it and that oh we had uh peter hunter joining us from rift track so we're not going to talk about it then so this time it might actually stick who knows yeah we might actually do it so dinosaurs versus the wizard yes. you can it's, you can go the, vote the matchup everyone's been dying <laughs> for everyone's always talking about dinosaurs versus the wizard yes. who would win in a fight we'll find out Special thank you to our newest patron, Rick Wiley. Thank you for What's supporting up, us. Rick? And, uh, he sat behind me at Rift Tracks Live Mothra. It's fun. It's a real thing that happened. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's going to wrap us up. I'm Jeremy. You can send me emails, jeremy at trueblueriftcast.com. You can find me on Twitter at PB and Awesome. And you can follow the podcast at TB Riffcast. And I'm Dave Chadwick, a.k.a. Sugar Ray Dodge. Check him out on the web at SugarRayDodge.com. Send me emails at SugarRayDodge at SugarRayDodge at gmail.com. That's probably staying in. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time right here on the True Blue Riffcast. Rock till you die. Bye.